She's on, ready to go. Yeah, baby, we'll bleep that out. So cute. Cheers. Right, cheers. I was gonna tap the head, and then I was like, "Ooh, that might be actually really bad." Can you see me in it? I know I always. Yes, ask you I that. can. Okay, perfect. Yes, I can. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bleep That Out. Thank you guys for being here. If you're watching and you just saw us tap our little cubes, cubes together. <laughs> A little bleeping cube. I got a little bleeping cube. It's so cute. I'm so excited. Yeah, they're fun. I think in the future, um, I have these for my podcast too. And I think anyone that signs under us, we should just get them for them. It's so cute. I love it. I love it too. And I love that the human two is here because it's like then you have both. Yeah. I love that. Branding. Got a brand. Yeah. Marketing. (laughs) Business smarts. Um. So last week's episode, I looked, I cannot figure out what character that I looked like with my nose. Cause I feel like I went through different phases. I went from like Yoshi to looking like Squidward. And now it was like that gremlin-y like monster, but I'm like trying to figure out what I'm thinking of. Cause it, I definitely saw Yoshi. Like that was the one that I was like, okay, I could see it. Okay. But- you Stop. know, Squidward. Stop. I it couldn't was fine see. when I was saying it about myself. <laughs> but you agreeing with you me? Is that okay? You want me to be honest, girl? I got you. <laughs> Bleep that out, okay? Bleep that out. She's actually not that mean, okay? I'm no, not. what was it that the, the other day? So we were together. We were doing like a manifestation day, and it was actually really fun. We did like vision boards. Savannah, every time I said something, Savannah was like, oh, that's actually smart. Oh my God, that's so smart. That's really smart. You're smart for that. And I was like, wait, do you think I'm a dumb bitch every other day? Like, I'm very confused. And then I was like, we need to stop calling each other smart because I feel like when we say you're, oh, that's actually smart. I'm like, that's actually an insult. It kind of is, but I never thought about it like that. And then when you said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of. I was like, damn, I know we didn't mean it like that because I started saying it too. I was like, oh, that's smart. Like, like you're an idiot. Like, right. But then I'm like, I didn't think that through. And I was like, wait, actually, that does make you sound kind of stupid. <laughs> it, it does. Oh, that's actually smart. Sorry about that. So if you tell anybody, oh, that's actually, or like, you're actually pretty. Like, oh my God, you're actually cute today. Or like, oh, you actually look bad. nice today. Like, that's, that's like a backhanded compliment, in my opinion. I mean, we do actually look nice today, though. <laughs> Compared to last week. I mean, last I week know. was rough. We do be looking rough in these. We do be looking rough. I nice. mean, last week was probably your worst swollen week because that was like the splint was off. Yeah. And I was still bruised. And I, I had, had that laser treatment on. last week. So my skin looks crazy you have no like you were fine <laughs> you have no room to talk right now to be completely honest you're looking good though thank you i'm yeah. feeling a little bit better i feel normal now can you breathe and smell and all of that now yeah That's i so still exciting. have stitches so it just feels like like stitches up there so i feel like i have um you can feel it like i feel like i have boogers yeah oh i'm sure too because it's like as the it starts to heal like some of those start to poke out so you can almost feel them yeah 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 at least she cute. I know. It was two weeks ago today. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. The swelling has come down a lot already. Well, the fact that it's been two weeks already, it flew. Yeah. Next Tuesday is my birthday. Oh, this episode comes out next Tuesday. Oh, so oh this is like your birthday, birthday episode. episode. Oh, my God. What are you going to be for my birthday? Um, but can't tell you guys, but bleep that out because I can't tell you till next Tuesday. You guys, listen to this. So I asked Raphael. I know I've already told you this story. I asked Raphael for a wedding band right because we just have like we changed out my engagement ring and I wanted you and I were talking like I I liked my stack originally but now I feel like I just need a different band to fit this better Mm -hmm. and I told Raphael I was like I want a new ring like I want a new diamond or um wedding band and uh he asked me like a couple days ago he was like well you never told me what kind you wanted and I'm like you have to give them everything like every detail well at least so our jeweler is my brother's boyfriend and he knows exactly what I want. So I'm like, all you had to do is reach out. Like all you had to do is reach out to him and be like, Hey, Catherine says she wants a new ring. Do you like know what she wants? And he would be like, Oh yeah, 110%. He should know now you I'm well like, enough to this, th- this point to be honest. Saying. And then he was like, well, what, how many carrots do you want it to be? What size do you want it to be? What color? I'm like, Oh my God, do you even know me? You're like, you should know that I'm type A. I already have it picked out. You just got to go and text him. Okay. That is <laughs> you it. You just got to text him. Right. I'm literally such a, I sound like such first world problems. I'm like, you don't even know me. Oh my God. You know what though? I do that with my, my birthday or Christmas gifts. Like I'll go buy them because then I know I'm getting what I want. And then I'm like, okay, here, wrap it yeah. and give it to me because I'm like, then I know that I like it. Cause I feel like it's so much easier. Women have that like touch of like shopping for people most of the time. Whereas men, I feel like there's not a lot of men. There are men out there, but most of them really are not in tune with what women want because they're scared of messing up. So they like almost ask too many questions when it's like, 
at that point I might as well just buy it exactly. for myself. Yeah. I think my biggest thing was that I wanted him to pick it because I got to pick pretty much my entire, like I've picked my entire set. Yeah. So I'm like, I kind of wanted him to just find something that like he thought was fun. Even if I, I didn't, it wasn't my number one pick. I still would have been like, I lo- I wanted him to do it on his yeah. own. And now it's just become this whole thing. And I'm like, I don't even know what he's going to get me for my birthday, which is fine. Like we're not even really gift. Like we're not a gift couple, him and I, which is weird. You would think like we give gifts to everybody else, but not each other. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get him for Christmas. And like his birthday is two weeks later. Last year we flew his friends in for the um, basketball game. I feel like as you get older, you want more of an experience with people that you care about. Cause like, yeah, that was super fun too, because that was like, it was for everybody, it was for everyone. Like it yeah. was just a blast. I saw this TikTok video and it was this wife, her husband was turning 40 and they took like an all inclusive resort trip to Mexico. And then throughout the first day there, like they like were in the pool. One of his best friends came and was like in the pool with his wife and they like happened to bump into each other. And then they were like, they were doing like some water sport or whatever down at the beach. And then another friend and his wife showed up and then they were like out to dinner that night, like at the resort. And then another friend showed up. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. Cause it was just like a pop of surprises. It wasn't like all their friends showing up at once. It was like, Oh my God. Like I thought it was the funnest idea ever. That would be so fun. We're going to do that one day. Yeah. Like I'm going to have that for Raphael one day of like getting all his friends in one space. And like, he's not going to have any fucking idea. He's going to listen to this episode and be like, is it this year? Is it this year? Right. No. It's not this year. I think I would do it for something completely random though. Yeah. Like where you would least expect it. Yeah. Where it wouldn't be like his birthday or it wouldn't be like a Christmas or something like that. Obviously like we wouldn't spend Christmas with his friend. Well, maybe who knows? Yeah. But I think it'd be so fun if like we all took like a trip run time where it was like my friends came and then he was just thinking that it was just another trip like normal with Catherine's friends and then all his friends showed up. That would be a blast though. I think it'd be so fun. We always talk with his friends like getting together. Well, it's hard too because it's like as you get older, you live across the country. So it's like you do actually have to coordinate like a lot more as you get older. And some of them have kids and stuff like that. But I think it's so funny because all of them follow me and probably you online at this point. So it's like they really know my friends. Like they know my circle. They met my siblings. They met Haley because she was at the wedding. So really, it's like you're the only one that they'd be like, hey, she's new. She's new. And I'll be like, I know all all y'all. Yeah, I know all (laughs) y'all. You said y'all. Literally, I'm like, I say it all the time now. Yeah, you do. It's so fun. But no, I love that plan. I think that that is something you sh- for sure should do. And I will be there. So come in. Yeah. Nobody can do that for me. Cause it's like, we all, I mean, <laughs> no, nobody can, no. Pull that, but we could definitely pull that off for Raphael in the future. Yeah. I for feel sure. like we could, su- we could surprise you with like getting your mom up here, but that's like the extent of it. Yeah. That's what I, I really thought my mom was coming when we hit it. When I hit a million, I really thought you guys were yeah. sneaking my mom in. Honestly, I didn't even think about it. And I'm like, damn, that would have been so smart. I think she, I thought she would have thought about it and been like, I'm a cap. Yeah. Sheila, come on. Come on, Sheila. Get up on in here now, girl. She's coming for basically the entire month of November. She's going to be here. So my dad's anniversary is coming up and she's coming like a couple days before that. And then she's staying literally the two weeks in between that. And then we leave for Sweden and then we're going to be in Sweden together. That's I'm almost gonna be like popping her in her head like shut up lady you're gonna be like go back to Wisconsin I can't <laughs> do it back. anymore go back to the dairy land <laughs> I'm just go kidding back. no I'm pretty excited to have her here I think we're gonna have her I know you can't spill any of the beans but I can spill the beans I want to get my mom in Savannah's chair and get her like I don't want to say fixed up that sounds fucked up but enhanced yeah I want she's at elevated she's at the age where she should have gotten stuff done already if she was going to because like now it's either like she needs to do it now (laughs) or never it's like one of those things where it's never too late to start but there hits a point when you need a lot more work to like get you to that point where you look like you're doing something or like you're kind of reversing that aging process. So for her, it's like she is older and there's a lot more to do. Whereas like for you, we started when you were I'm young. Perfect. Prevention's important. I've never had anything done. What are you talking about? As I Last literally had episode. an entire episode saying all the cosmetic procedures I've had done. Right. Um, Which I do actually love that though, because I feel like so many people don't talk about it. And that's, I think it should be talked about because I never want people to look at me and be like, oh, she looks so beautiful. And it's like, well, I've had a lot of work done. This is not natural. I've had a lot of stuff done to get here. But it looks natural. And I think that's the that's my other big piece of why I share is because so many people are like, oh, my God, I don't want to look like this is in this person that got botched. And I was like, well, babes, they're one. They were one of the first people that ever got fucking cosmetic work. Like, who is the late? Is it Pamela Anderson? 
Um, or yes, Janice Dickens or something a, like that. There's another lady that people bring up a lot. And then there's also... And I'm like, she started getting worked on 40 years ago. Like, yeah. babes, we all grew since then, like injectors included. None of those products were even around. Like, my mom was the first injector here in Minnesota, and she was doing bovine collagen. Like, they had no fillers. So they were like, not even had fillers back then. Oh, that's so wild. Yeah, so they had to patch test everyone because it was an animal product, and they didn't know how your body would respond to it because it was literally from a cow. And so they had to like test everyone before they even did it yeah if you guys are listening my mouth is literally like my jaw is on the floor right now i was literally like holy fuck that's so gross wild and then if you had a problem you couldn't take it out so there was no reversal so if you had like any necrosis or anything where like you had a problem you couldn't take it out you just had to watch the problem happen yeah wild ew yeah so right there that's why i like to share about what i get done is just being open and honest like one this is not me naturally but also now i look natural and that's yeah. my other thing. Like, I look natural. So it's not me naturally, but I look natural, which is, like, why I advocate heavily for or just share because I think it's important to tell people. Or yeah. even you. Like, sometimes I look at your skin. I'm like, how the fuck does it look like a baby's ass? Like, how? And they're like, well, I've had 18 million laser treatments in my lifetime. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> and my skincare routine, you're already, like, in bed. And I'm like, I'm on step three. I'll be there soon. Yes. Her skincare routine takes her 20 minutes every night. I'm like, holy shit. It's a a dedication. How long does your skincare team routine literally take you? Honestly, probably like 20 minutes. I was going to say like when I'm around you, but I never know if it's because you talk through it or why. Yeah. 20 minutes usually because I have about like six or seven products I use at night, five or six in the morning. And then I switch it up depending on the season because sometimes I'm like more dry, more oily. So it just depends on the season. But I would say probably a good 20 minutes. Six out of seven nights I get into bed with CeraVe. No, I I'm just that. kidding. I really do do skincare other nights, but well, and I think too, a lot of times it's like skincare goes hand in hand with injectables. It's like if you're making your skin glow from the inside out, you want to make sure that you're doing what you can topically too, because it sees the sun, it gets the weather, the environment. She said topically too, you know, you got to do it. You just got to put the skincare on every night. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever she said. Just do it. What else is new? What's new and exciting? Have you read any new books? Have you? No, we literally talked about that. Literally, last no. Week. She doesn't read. But I am starting a book. You I are? did start a book. What book? Yes. It's called That's Bold of You. It's a self help book because you know that's my type of book. I need to get you in. You, because you liked like the It Starts and Ends with Us. Like, yeah. You liked those. I do. The thing is, is like for me, I just have to get into it. If I read the first page and I'm like, mm, I'm going to give you a couple. Yeah. Because I feel like you need a break from your self help books. Because I think that maybe we just need to break. <laughs> Why? Because what are you saying? I just feel like sometimes it's too much absorption of self. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. people just, yeah. like when Raphael, all he reads all day long is stock, 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 stock. And I'm like, yeah. at what point are you absorbing anymore? Well, like almost you get in you your just, head. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to like turn reality off. And that's yeah. self-help in and of itself. True. It's like turning off real life and turning off. Like I, when I read self-help books, I... I enjoy them obviously because I'm like oh that's cool like that's something I learned but I also feel like it's like something's wrong with me something's yeah. wrong with me something's wrong with me I need something new to like teach me how to be better for sure and I'm like sometimes it's good to just take a break from reality and get into a new world and like that's self-help in and of itself no I agree with you 100% and I do think too it's like for me I like reading it because I like the challenge or I like the way it makes me think like I'm like oh I shouldn't think like this it's more of like turning my wavelength a little bit because I don't know. I feel like I'm so busy during the day that I don't get time to like really like work on myself. Yeah. So it's like for me, that's like the one time that I can be like, oh, like I need to focus on these things or I need to rephrase how I say this. So it's just like kind of teaching yeah. me to be better all around. So when you read those, do you like sit down at night and like read a bunch of chapters or how do you do it? I do. I honestly read till I just don't want to anymore. And I highlight and I have a notebook that I like write key points in. See, I think you got to change it up. I'm telling you, I think you got to change it up. I do like to journal too. You, I have a journal. You should do a chapter in the morning. Yeah. Just one chapter. Yeah. Because you like, then you have time to process that chapter. You can write about the chapter and then you're like more excited to get in. And then it helps you in your routine. I'm telling you, I think you should try that out. You know what? Now that I have on my vision board, that alarm starting early in the morning, when I get up in the morning and I make that a priority that I have that extra time to journal in the morning and read And it chapter. takes not even 10 minutes to like yeah. read a chapter and journal. It's literally not even 10 minutes. Like you could start your coffee and get the espresso going. Oh, I'm going to have to down I'm that espresso. I'm sitting here telling you this. Like, I do this every day. I don't do this every day. But it is what really genuinely helped me. <laughs> and I feel, like, better about reading self-help books. Yeah. And again, I said, like, 
like I said, where you can actually process that chapter versus like keep reading and keep reading and keep reading. And then you're like, oh, I forgot what I even read three chapters ago. True. And in the morning too, I feel like I'm like, it starts the day off, right? When you Mm -hmm. read something positive and like motivational, you're like, okay, like I got this day. Exactly. So I do. I honestly, yeah. Now that I'm getting up earlier, cause I have been, we're on day two. So only on day two, but I've been getting up at like seven. I'm slowly going to work my way up to six. What time did you go to bed last night? One. How? It's just how my body works. I literally. How do you set your alarm and like wake up? Well, I set more than one alarm for sure. It's like. Okay. Do you do it on your phone or do you have an alarm clock? Phone. I have the hatch light too, which I'm obsessed with, but I haven't been using it just because. See, that's what I use. I use that too. Yeah. I like. But I turn it off. I honestly just do like in um, five minute increments so that I haven't. Can you do that on the hatch? No, I do it on my phone for that. I'll do one in the hatch for like this. See, the phone we can't do because Hattie, when she was a puppy and the phone would go off, it was her mindset that we were getting up because that's obviously like what it is. that's what you need. But like she wants to get up right away at the first one. And not only that, like it's the, like she doesn't do like a, oh, we're up. Like, okay. She's like, it freaks her out. It startles her in her sleep. She'll literally like spaz and she like jumps up and then she's like i'm like i feel bad we like paranoia her in the morning maybe you should change the sound on the alarm on your phone like have it be like a bird chirping or whatever you do with the hatch light see if you can find a similar sound because or you could put it to music like yeah set to music yeah but i feel like if i set multiple then my body can't ever get back to that good sleep and then i'm just tossing and turning so i'm like i might as well get up anyway yeah I've been taking magnesium every night and like even that right now like my brain is just and you were telling me that a couple weeks ago like anesthesia really fucks with your body um for at least like a month and no I'm like really bad right now I I woke up this morning frustrated like actually pissed off at myself because I'm like what is wrong with me because I go to sleep every night like I'm in bed by like I literally will get in bed at like six seven o'clock at night you're not kidding not exaggerating no we eat dinner between like 4 30 and 5 30 and then we get in bed like between six and seven. Normally Raphael stays up a little bit later, like he'll be in his office doing something or whatever. Um, but then we like start a show and normally we're asleep by like nine, 10 o'clock every single night. Raphael is even like out cold. I am literally up until like two in the morning. Yeah. Just on my phone. Like last night I didn't touch my phone and then I didn't woke up at like nine. I hate it. I feel like I'm like, you wasted the day wasting the day. Yeah. yeah. I just hate it. I get but, that. That honestly, that was me through school. Like I would stay up so late that I would sleep in and even nine felt early. But then when I would wake up at nine, I'd be so mad because I'm like, I wasted the morning, yeah. which is my like key productive time. I'm so much more productive in the morning. When we first like started really talking pretty much every single day, I would be like, oh, it's only 11. Like I'm not going to call her yet. She's not awake. Yeah. I'm like 11. That sounds crazy to me. It's so crazy. And that's like not me at all. Like if you would have known me before my master's program, I was like early, like 5 a.m. early. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I Because it's just I'm more productive and I know that. Yeah. But I still don't go to bed earlier. And that's even like my mom, though. She is the same way. And when I was a child, my poor mother, I never napped as a baby. Like, ever. Like, I would never nap. You were napped. just awake for 16 hours straight every day? Yeah. Like, she was like, you drove me crazy. You. Yeah. She's like, you drove me crazy because I would never nap. I had FOMO even at, from birth. What can I say? She came out ready to work. <laughs> I put my mom in bed rest at six months. She's like, you just wanted out and you wanted the world to know who you were. I'm like, yes, ma'am. I'm dad, that Leo energy coming in strong. I know. I'm like, I wanted out early, but I wouldn't have been but, a Leo. But you also hung on until the very first day that you could get into Leo season. Literally. I'm like, right at 1130. Very prompt. AM? Mm-hmm. 1130 on the dot? Yeah. You're a freak. I know. I, it's just in me. What can I say? I was 5.03 PM and my mom took like a day to go into labor. I don't know how long I, my mom was in labor with me, but I know it was at 11.30 because I remember looking at my birth certificate and be like, go figure. That would be me. My mom, my mom's water broke and my older brother was in the bed with her and she thought he peed the bed. So she like went back to sleep like do do do. And then all of a sudden the like, contractions kick like, in. Yeah. And then she was like, um, I think that might be me. <laughs> she's like, actually, wait a second. This is starting to get feel a little different. <laughs> I think she's boot scooting moving. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Anyways, what well, else? Five oh three. That's and next Tuesday. I know you're yeah, gonna be twenty seven. I know. How do you feel? Fine. I just get scared. Like the older we get, the closer we're getting to not being here anymore. Yeah. I think that's what makes me most sad. But I love aging in the sense of like maturing and knowledge. I love knowledge. I think it's so cool. I look back at like who I was even just at twenty five, and I'm just like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like times have changed so drastically or even like I look back to 21 I'm like 
little girl had no idea literally what life was even like I think 25 was that turning point for me that I was like okay now I'm starting to feel and like think like in a more adult like whereas before that I was just like lost in my like early 20s yeah I think the thing that changed me was obviously last this last year losing my dad I learned like I'm very bullheaded and like blunt and oh we know kind of strong and I think like the last year I've really got a softer side and that's my favorite thing that I've gotten like I don't know if it was because of my dad I don't know if Mm -hmm. it was just because of this year in general I don't know if it was like the age that I happened to be turning I have no idea I think you become more accepting of other people the older you get because you realize how fucking hard life is yeah like you're like I become softer because I know that everything I'm going through people have it worse people have it better yeah but it's like we just have to love and accept everyone because we never know what people are going through behind closed doors absolutely and when your life is out there online you're sharing everything which makes you vulnerable to a lot of criticism love and so much more so I feel like or even just people sharing their stories with me of like things that they go through, like yeah. especially when my dad passed or even like marrying Raphael, like how many people reached out about like interracial relationship advice? Yeah. And I'm like, that's just such a wild thing to me that we're in 2023 or back in the day it was 2022. Like it was last year. So many people were reaching out of like, how did you talk to your family about being with a black man? Like, and I'm like, what? Like, I just can't even believe that's like a real thing still. Like I just yeah. brought home a guy. I was like, right. it's the same thing. Like, I have given advice to somebody that was trying to figure out how to relate to their parents. Like, Hey, I'm gay. Like, and I'm like, I just, I think that's such a wild train of thought of like, people have to sit down. And I literally said, I said, well, when I got to the age of dating, like I didn't sit down and say, Hey mom and dad, like I like wieners. Like that's a very, I'm dead serious. Like that's a very awkward conversation. Like, I'm not going to say that. And I'm not going to sit down and be like, Hey mom and dad. Yeah. I like this black guy. Like, you don't say that you just come out and be like, yeah, like I'm dating this person. And like, and I literally told that person, I said, just tell your parents, like I am now seeing this person and name their name. And right away, like they're going to know, um, because you don't need to sit. I don't think you, like if my kid ever came to me and felt the need to be like, yeah, mom, I like girls. I would be like, okay, like, (laughs) right. Like, I feel like that's just such an awkward thing for people to have to go through. It shouldn't be like we're saying things based off of their descriptive factors. I'm like, we should be human beings, not like color, gender. Like it should just be like, this is the person, you know, as a whole. This is him. Because there's so much more than just a skin tone or like that piece of their identity. It's like they're an encompassing person. There's so much more to them. And it's just wild because when I, when I was getting girls DMing me being like, how did you get through this? I was like, holy fuck, this is still a real life problem. And I get it. Like geographically, some places are just still stuck in different mindsets just naturally it just is the way that that town is or something like that um or it's the way that their parents are their grandparents or whatever but I feel very blessed to live in a very diverse city and also be in a family that was kind of open to that kind of stuff but I was just like holy shit like yeah I didn't realize that was still a thing it's crazy that it is and I feel like and I don't like mean this in a bad way but I feel like it's a good thing to shed light on the fact that it is still a thing because it shouldn't be yeah like it the fact that it is, is a problem in itself, yeah. for sure. The advice that I gave, and now that I brought this up, um, if there is anyone listening that, like, was wondering, like, how do you have a conversation with your family? Something along those lines. Exactly what I just said. Like, you don't need to even tell them. But if you do feel the need to tell them, um, I just said that at the end of the day, if your family doesn't accept who you love, that's not your like I mean you can build your own family I read this thing the other day that said the family you create and build is more important than the family that you were born into and I really truly believe truly believe that and I I mean that in like if you still like your family is very tight-knit but you continue to create and build that family that you were born into Mm -hmm. there's a lot of other people that are creating like you're considered family now to us like we don't just think of you as a friend like this is the family that we're building my brother Aaron he's yes the family that I was born into but like he's still part of the creation that I'm building you know mm-hmm. so I don't mean like the family that you come into is like everyone just fuck them like bye but I think it's important that if you are going through things and like your family doesn't support you in some stuff it's okay to create your own family and and if the person that you love is worth turning into family then I don't know yeah I don't like Raphael if my family were to have shunned him I knew in my heart like that was my person I was gonna marry him I didn't care like there was yeah. no thought about it um when I think too it's like there is something to be said about like obviously if your family has concerns about something and you know that they're coming from a genuine place hear them out absolutely but then it's 
also on you to be like, this is why I like this person. Cause they are not going to know the side that you're bringing to the table right yeah. away. So let them come around, let them see why you love that person. But obviously when they're, when you're bringing someone in, they're going to have concerns or thoughts after they meet them too. And things that are going to be brought to light because sometimes also like you're love blind to certain things. Yeah. So I think it's a really good thing to take that piece into consideration. If you know, your family has true and good intentions, Yeah. which you know, your families yeah. for sure. I agree. Yeah. It's just a very interesting thing that we still are in the world of like, people are scared to come out. Yeah. I always think who they are and I'm love like, who it's, they love. it's so sad. And I do think I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, if you cut us all open, we are the same exact on the inside. Like pretty much like we look the exact same. You're probably more hydrated than I am, to be honest. <laughs> probably not this morning though. I had a Celsius and I want to coffee. My hands are like, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. Celsius actually just reminded me we are going to the F1 races in Austin next weekend. So this comes out on Tuesday, October 17th. So that week, the weekend will be in Austin, Texas together. So I've never I. been to Texas. I'm so excited. What if we move there and you've never even been? I'm glad we're getting you there before we just literally pick up and head on out. I'm excited though. Austin was something that was somewhere that's on my list. That and Tennessee are like my top two. Never been to Austin though. I just love it because I feel like I've never been there either. Yeah. You've been to Dallas. I've been right? to Dallas, not Austin. Just though. once. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that they're very different cultures. Like yes. Very different. I think when we move, we'll most likely end up in Dallas versus Austin. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. We are going to go. And if we'll probably have already announced this on Instagram by this point, yeah. but this is coming out. We are debating on possibly bringing one of you guys with us to the F1 races. So if you're listening to this, check out our Instagrams because I'm sure it'll probably have already been posted on there. Mm -hmm. um, if we can maneuver and scheme the way that we're thinking, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. So we'll see what we can do. But it'd be so fun if we can make it work. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited. I'm excited to go to Austin. We're going to hang out. Um, you and I are going, we're flying down by ourselves. Raphael um, is going to fly in a couple days later and then my agency is coming in, like a couple people from our agency. And Reagan is, Reagan's basically our friend now. Like, not basically, her. she is our friend now. I know she's like my manager, but she's literally our friend. She came to Mexico with us and she met my friends, my close circle. And now we're like, come on in, Reagan. <laughs> so I'm really literally. excited to see her. Um, it'll be fun. And then you're staying for a conference. So you're going to be there for how many days? 10? 10 days. I'm flying in. Holy shit. Yeah. Moose is going to die. Oh, I know. I'm like, honestly bummed. I, 10 days is a long time. I don't like to be away that long, but it just made sense with how expensive flights are now. Yeah. I'm like to turn around for two days. And not only how expensive, but like, is it going to fly out when it yeah. says it's going to fly out? That <laughs> part. And I'm like, my mom is leaving Tuesday and that would be the day that I'd probably fly back. And so I'm like, there's no point. Cause if she's coming Tuesday. Oh shit. So she's coming Tuesday and we're leaving Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have a couple of days with her. Yeah. So we have a Why is days. she going so early? So I asked her that because the conference doesn't start till Thursday. Yeah. But she, I guess, is helping with another class gotcha. potentially. So that was why she was going to fly in early. And I'm like, well, I'm there. So mine okay. as well. Interesting. Fun. But I'm, I'm glad excited. that we have our, we have like a little girls trip for the first couple days. Yeah. It's, we haven't had one of those in a long time where it was just us. Well, I guess June when we went to Pride. Oh yeah. But yeah. That felt so busy because there was so much going on. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think we've been to New York and we were just like so jam packed, which obviously we're going to be jam packed in Austin, but it's kind of fun to get like a new state under our belt. And that yeah. Wednesday um, is like our only day where we have nothing planned and Raphael will also be there. So I think it'd be fun if we just literally just took the rental car and just drove around and like looked at new neighborhoods, saw different things yeah. like just go explore. Yeah. Like see the city for the city. Yeah. I'm excited. So it's going to be so fun. I'm excited. I'm honestly a little nervous about the heat. <laughs> it's going to be a high of 80. So that's not bad. Not too bad. And that's comfortable to me. Yeah. I feel like as long as the humidity is what gets me like summer's here. It's a, I think it's kind of drier down there. I've never been though. So I'm like, I don't know what to expect. So in Dallas, when I went, it's drier than it is here. Okay. That's good. But Austin's closer to the coast, but it's still in the middle of the state. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be yeah. kind of similar. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Unless it rains a ton, then obviously we would have some humidity, but I think uh, it should be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be great. It'll be wonderful. It'll be fantastic. Awesome. Fan-fucking-tastic. Perfect. Amazing. Wonderful. I think I already said amazing. And I think we already said wonderful. All right, moving on. So let's dive in. Oh, actually, let's dive into this. We released our espresso martini lip oils. Uh, Savannah was working on this 
what before my dad even died yeah before your and dad then passed when he passed we she was like let's do these in honor of your dad and a portion of what we made was going to a heart foundation then there was a bunch of different shit that happened we've talked about that many times we've re-released everything's perfect now and we're almost sold out completely which yeah. is crazy not even a week that it's been on the market and we sold out and everything we had so I don't know by the time this comes out if we'll have any left. Hopefully we'll have some if you guys are wanting to snag some, but I'm very excited for that. Yeah. If not, we are trying to figure out how we can continue, but right now we don't know if there will be another release yet or a timeline for those. When. When. When is more, not if, but when. when. So we'll keep you all posted. We'll keep you posted. Let's get into some questions. We did open up a questionnaire box per usual. Um... Which we're going to do that a little quicker next time. Yeah, we posted it last minute today. We were like, no, we're filming. Yeah, it's it's been a busy week. Let's add, let's do it. But let's- I would like, if you're watching on YouTube, we're not in a clog today. We did upgrade from the clog. The clog was great. It was, it did its job well. Savannah but- brought a candy jar. We got to think of new, I can't, I keep forgetting that. Okay, go ahead. I'll I have another up. one actually in my car and it's a heart and it's so cute, but I'm like, it'll be perfect with our heart slippers. Cute. I'm all about matching. I just yawned. It kind of hurts to yawn with my new nose. Oh, I'm sure. Got a lot of tension. Okay. My hub said something very hateful about my weight, and now I harbor resentment. What do I do? You're probably going to be nicer at this one. (sighs) So you want me to go first? Yeah. I I feel like... I need to vibe what you're going to say so I can vibe what I'm going to (laughs) say. That's so fair. Okay, so it probably will be nicer, but I also feel like this is why I love when we both give our opinions because sometimes I need to be forceful and I'm not. So for me, honestly, it all depends on your relationship, which is hard because like obviously we don't know the ins and outs of your guys' relationship. I do think that there is something to be said because once resentment starts, it's really, really hard to not build resentment for other things that might not have built before. I do think this is a conversation you guys need to have. If you don't feel comfortable having it with him where you're like, I just can't say how I truly feel. Therapy is a great option. I think every single person should go to therapy, not saying that everyone needs therapy, but I'm saying that I do think it's beneficial to have an outside party, have a perspective on the fight itself without any outside factors being factored in. They're Um, also professionals who know how to answer those things. Exactly. And they're trained and they know how like, things can trigger people and all that stuff. But I think having a conversation is important. Otherwise that resentment won't go away. So I would say probably go into a therapist if you don't feel comfortable talking to your partner. Otherwise find a time where you're both in a good mood. You both have had a good day where there's nothing else factoring into the conversation. Because if you go into it with anger and hate, it's only going to produce anger and hate because the person will be on guard. So I think that that have it at a good point where you guys are good and you can have that open conversation or go speak to a professional because if it's already now, it can progress if it's not taken care of. And he might not even know that it affected you like that. So I think taking that into consideration too is he might have just said it in a joking way and not have known how much it affected your own psyche. But what if he didn't say it in a funny way and he meant it? That's why I'm like therapy for sure. See, I go in in a different, I go in in a different, and I'm glad you answered that in the professional way that you needed, but let me get into this. Okay. I I think think it's fucked up. I think it's really fucked up. I am very much like, I don't stand for that shit at all. I don't talk about other people's bodies. You should not be talking about, I just hate that. I hate men that like talk like that. I do. Even if you are funny, like if you, even if you think it's funny, like Raphael in his wildest dreams would never say that. Like, And I don't know if maybe I just compare all these men to like my husband and that's such an unfair thing to do because I know that like not everybody's Raphael. I just think that's so fucked up. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that other than like your advice of like, yeah, say something. Um, I do. I agree with you though. Like it, it, that comment should have never come out at all, but I'm like, sometimes people feel so comfortable. Like with your best friend so like I try to I try to think of a different mindset of not my own like take myself out of that situation but that's what I'm saying like that mindset should never be a thing ever true that's valid that's very valid I don't care what your excuse is I don't care like I don't care if you thought it was funny I don't care if you said it out of anger I don't care there's not a single like there's zero care I'm like no that is just inappropriate you just don't say certain things because it's not only that but it's like when you think of like okay if someone said it right Mm mm-hmm what are they thinking? And what do they think of me? Like one, you're like, if my husband were to be like, oh yeah, you're gaining weight or like, you're getting a little too skinny for me. Like, what does that even mean? Right. No, absolutely. I think we all have those like intrusive thoughts and some people just say them without even thinking. So I feel like sometimes people say things without thinking. I'm not saying that this is that situation, but that's where I'm like, if I take myself out of it and take a step back and be like, 
and try to investigate the situation as a whole, not necessarily the comment made, but the situation, I feel like then you can kind of piece together. But then again, it's like, it all depends on your relationship. Like maybe they do have a healthy banter and that's just what they do. I don't know, but I feel like it's hard to put everyone in one category when everyone's relationship is just so different. I hear you. I so but I do like, think that no one should comment on Wade. I think that's something that same with race. Like that just should not even be a thing, but it still I happens. Mean, like, but Raphael and I have a healthy banter and like that would never be brought up. You know, like we yeah. make funny jokes about like other things, but it's just like, that's just not, I don't know. There's I'm very lines. weird about certain things. And if you're having resentment, that means that like, to me, that means that something was said really inappropriately that really bothered and with you. anger because she said like a hateful comment not yeah. like a haha he was jokingly commenting on this like to me that's just like not I don't know I don't well and that's where I, I go into like I agree with you absolutely 100% it should have never happened but I'm like what else what happened to lead up to that point like there's more to the situation that we don't know but that's what I'm saying that's scary that's terrifying Super scary so like if you say that Mm-hmm. what did you mean behind that and why is that even like your train of thought like I can get like right. if you guys are arguing back and forth but like if I'm if you and I are arguing or not even yeah even if you and I are arguing I would never be like and your fucking hair is atrocious absolutely bye and then you'd be like well I was fighting back and forth like to me it doesn't matter like yeah our, and I've always said that like Raphael and I first got together because my ex and I were kind of like that of like he would pull in shit that was from like a year ago that I did because yeah. he had nothing else to grab onto. And Raphael tried to pull that shit like in one argument ever. And I shut it down immediately because I'm like, we're not even arguing. Like you need to bring up what is at hand, what is present today, what we are yeah. speaking about in this moment. Don't pull some other random shit. Don't talk about my weight. Don't talk about my hair. Don't talk about what I did a year ago. Yeah. We are talking about today. And that's, I don't know. I don't know. There's no answer to that question. I think Savannah's answer was exactly it of like, get into maybe a therapist and or talk to him when you're you and him are both in a good headspace and go from there because yeah. nothing like I'm just so I'm so weird about this kind of stuff I don't know I just I hate people that are just like weird I know I do agree with you though like that's something that if my husband said that to me I would be fucking pissed and I would harbor resentment too if it was said with an intention to hurt and I think that that's where it's like we just don't know the situation but I would say definitely talking to someone would be beneficial Moving on. I wouldn't even be with somebody that made a joke like that, though. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I get, like, your opinion. I get, like, the person listening to this that has that. Like, we're all in different spaces. But I'm very headstrong when it comes to, the pers- like, the people I surround myself with of, like, some stuff just isn't funny to me. Yeah. And, like, if you're – it's like when they say, like, you make a joke when you're drunk or when you spill something when you're drunk and it's your sober thoughts. Like, yeah. I really, truly believe that. Like, watch what you say. For because sure. it's not even, like, what you're saying – it's like, what are the thoughts behind that? Like, why do you, do you think I'm an idiot? Like, do you think yeah. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. What's your favorite purse brand, but do something that's like, not like, don't say like Louis, you like Louis, I guess you could say, what's your favorite, like high end. And what's your favorite, like other designer that maybe not people, a lot of people know about. Good question. I love Stodd. They're beaded purses. I'm obsessed with, and they're half moon purses. Oh yeah. You got them. a lot of people on Stodd when we were in New York last time. Yeah, I love everything about them. Their clothes are cute too, but I've never actually tried their clothes, just their bags. I'm obsessed. And then Cult Gaia is another one that I'm like, I haven't bought a purse, but I have my eye on like three of them. Yeah. Stodd, it's funny because you and I went to an event in New York over the summer and um, a lot of people were asking about her bag. And I think it's funny because one of our girlfriends, Abby, she had never, she said she never heard of them, right? I don't think, I I honestly don't think she had because she looked at the brand and was like, oh. Yeah. And, and then yeah. a couple months later, she's going to a Stodd fashion show and like all this stuff and like getting Stodd gifted. I was like, that's so funny that like you out of everybody was like putting people on and then they're getting like invited to all this stuff. I'm like, um, Savannah. <laughs> Midwest coming in hot. I love that. <laughs> Influencer era. You know, what can I say? But no, for real, check out their beaded purses because they are fire. They are. And they're, they're reasonably priced. Yeah. I think they're I, like at, um, like Michael Kors. I don't yeah. like Michael Kors. I don't know. I think it's just so overplayed. Yeah. But they're like three, four hundred bucks for a Michael Kors purse. You know how many other bag brands are out there that you can get at that same yeah. rate? Literally, the two that I just named there are that. Some are yeah. more expensive if you go bigger, obviously. But like, you don't really, I don't feel like if I'm buying a purse for an event, I want something smaller. I'm not buying it for yeah. like every day. Yeah. I also love just the textures. Like, I feel like that's so fun. Yeah. What's a, what's your favorite design? Like big designer, big designer. It varies. I would say most consistently. I like Louis stuff for sure. Um, I really like the, 
the Dior bags that are coming out now. Some of those embroidered bags are so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but I would probably say one of those. I really do like the Celine that I just got. She's beautiful. But I don't normally go like as for a designer Celine. as a whole. Probably. You would say Louis? Pro- probably, honestly, maybe Dior lately, I would have to say. Okay. Their style lately has been just more like yeah. what I go for. But I would, yeah, I would probably say Dior over Louis for me. Okay. So my two, I would, because I, I kind of want to go off of you. I do like Colt Guy. I do like Stodd. I was going to say... I really like Brandon Blackwood right now. Oh, yeah. He's fire. I, like, watched this video on him. I don't know if I ever told you this, but he, like, posted this video because I follow him personally, and then I also follow the brand. He posted this video of, like, how he got his brand started, and he lived in New York. He had no money, and, like, his friends were inviting him out. And he was like, I literally just cannot afford to go out. Like, I have to stay home. He stayed home. And that was the night that he randomly decided to design a bag. He was like, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Um, And then he was like, I was just bored, like, being funny. And then it, like, inspired me to go out and meet with materialist people to figure out how to produce this bag. And -hmm. that's literally how his brand started is because he was so broke that he couldn't go out. And now he's probably, like, a millionaire at this point. Like, I love that. His bags are so cute. Yes. So Savannah and I were at an event. This is two years ago now almost yeah this was like literally a bright after we just met I think like two years she invited me to this event and this girl was walking past and she had the fucking cutest bag I've ever seen in my life you and I went and where I stopped her I was like where is your bag from and she's like Brandon Blackwood and I had never heard of them she had never heard of them Mm. we went on a hunt for this bag you could not find this bag anywhere you ended up finding it for me on the real real it was I think it was the real real or Poshmark one of the two one of the two yeah so she bought it for me for my birthday and then I wore it for the first time ever and everybody went nuts for it it was one of my highest linked clicked items crazy. ever and still to this day and it was crazy because so many people were asking for the link click and I could and I again I'd had that bag probably like six months before I even carried it because I was like I knew it was such like a piece that you couldn't find anymore well then finally when I carried it I went to us I was like okay I'm gonna go check out his site it was like they, he manufactures them now heavily now. So yeah. I'm like, I Before love Before they that. were limited drops. Yeah. So you could like Now he's like on the board, on the board for yeah. a designer. And I love that. I love that people can buy his stuff. He's reasonably priced between that like mm-hmm. 200 and 500 range, depending on the size, the size, what you're getting, like the beating. And now he's like dressing people for red carpets. Like, he, yeah. Go for him. He's, he's making board. it. I love him. So Brandon Blackwood, you're doing your shit. And I love it. Um, As all over, like big designer... Um, I really like, oh, and the other one I was going to say, sorry, I know you named two. Um, Mulberry is another one. They're not like a high, high end design. Like they're not like very well known, but they're very well known over in Europe. Um, they started out in London and I love their stuff. Classy, clean, chic, timeless pieces. You found them in Europe, right? Yes. I found them when we were in London actually was the first store that I ever went to. It was actually their original location, which is really wild. That would be super cool. And then, um, and that's that green one that you, Yes, Got. that's the green one I ended up buying. That was the first like designer bag I've ever bought for myself. It was eight hundred bucks, which is a lot in my opinion. Yeah, but it's way better than like a lot, like a five thousand. Yeah, the one designer I'm trying to think of like my favorite all over like everything that they drop. I love. It's hard because I, I feel like say everything. Celine. Celine, I could see that for you because she's got a lot of high end. She's got a lot of like not high end. She's got a lot of big bags, small bags, but like all her sunglasses, her shoes, her clothes, everything she does is very classic. Yes, and she's hits every range. Like again, like I said, like small bags, big bags, glasses, Mm -hmm. shoes, every men's stuff. Everything she puts out there is is pretty good. Yeah, I I totally see that for you. You definitely have that like classic for your bags. Yeah. You like classics. You like things you can carry them a lot with. Yeah. Like timeless pieces. You like a lot of design on your stuff. I like it to be almost you're like, what designer is that? Like, is that a designer yeah. bag or is that from Amazon? Like, I like that you can know that it's like a it's like a quality bag, but you don't know who it is. Like, I, I don't like my Louis Neverfull is like probably the only Louis I would ever own that like screams Louis. Yeah. But I love that because I feel like that's a classic iconic piece. Yeah. But I don't know. I get yeah. that. I totally get we that. We just had like a 20 minute conversation about purses. We love to shop. Can you tell? Can you tell why our husbands hate us? Uh, literally. They should be worried about us being in Texas for two days. Do you days. have a jewelry brand that you want to shout out that you love? Karama Collective. Well, that, yes. <laughs> Karama Collective, for sure. Um, jewelry, I love Missouri. That is where I get all of my other jewelry. All my earrings are always from there, except for these. You actually, 
Those are Blue Nile. Yeah, I was like, these I got from you actually, but I all my other ones are Missouri because I can only wear like real gold or gold plated. Otherwise, my ears get still infected. Even though I got them pierced when I was thirteen, I they still get really inflamed with any type of metals. Cake. So I gotta be really careful. So I love Missouri. Those that's the one that I always. Missouri, when we when we were doing the beloved collection in honor of my dad, Missouri was kind of the price point that we were going off of. Yeah. Or not, we were comparing our stuff too, but then I learned that they were a lot of plated stuff. Yeah. But ours was 100% real gold. Um, so they are they do have some fun pieces. I was trying to think of other brands that have some fun pieces right now, but I don't really shop for, like I have my classics and I stick to those because I have to spend a little bit more money on them. So yeah. I don't usually go out and look for jewelry. Um, I will say... Astley Clark is another one. It's actually a London brand too. Oh, interesting. Um, and they have a really cute, that's the little locket that I wear that has mousse in it a lot. That's like a little plate. I never noticed that. It's so cute. But I have a couple pieces from them. They actually were gifts from someone that I work with, but I actually love their brand. They're really cute, kind of dainty. Yeah. Um, higher price point than Missouri for sure. But those are the two that I can think of off the top of my head. I, mine's Karama Collective. You guys know that, but I, everything that he, he can do anything. And especially like oh. Missouri, we, we were talking about this the other day with him, or I was talking about this the other day. Cause like all jewelers have like basically a book that they go off of. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh my God, this is so off topic, but Our the ADHD. fucking Drew Barrymore show reached out to Karama Collective to go over the Catherine chain piece, which is like the chain that I did in honor of my dad. You're I'm actually wearing, wearing it. it. Yeah. And that's what made me think of it. I was like, I think it's so wild because I specifically, when I launched the beloved collection, I wanted that specifically and I could not find it on the market absolutely anywhere. And so Eli and I sat down and we designed it. We came out with it and now it's fucking everywhere. Every brand has it, all this going on. Mm -hmm. And the Drew Barrymore show reached out and was like, Hey, we would love to have you send us those so we can possibly feature it. And it kind of scared me because I was like, those are very expensive to just send for free, um, which I'm down for, but it was the possibly feature it right air quotes around possibly feature it. Cause I'm like, well, that just makes me anxious. Like one, we're sending you quite a lot of stuff. And not only that, like it's the whole point behind it is the story behind it. Like I would love to get Mm -hmm. on the show and actually share the story. And not only that, like if we were like the 10th, 20th, 50th people on the market to produce that, like I'd be like, Oh, okay, whatever. Like who cares? But I specifically handcrafted and like sat down for hours on end working on this exact piece, putting it at the best price point that we could put it at. And the highest quality that we could give it to people. So I was like, I don't want to just send it in in hopes that they feature us. Yeah. With I no want guarantee. To, I want to share the reason behind it and like the quality, the intentions, like the detail yeah. behind it. I don't know. So I thought that was cool that I thought it was cool that the Drew Barrymore show even knew what the Catherine chain was like. That's so dope. But I'm like, unless we're on and talking about it, like, I don't know. I just, I get so protective over it. It's because it's so personal for you. But it is kind of shitty knowing that like everyone out there, like when you, when you sit down for hours on end and you're constructing from the heart and from like your own vision and now it's like just obtainable, like not obtainable for everybody, but like, cause we're still one of the best prices on the market. Literally we are the best for being a solid gold chain that you'll find out there, which was very important to Eli and I, but, or myself to Eli and myself, but I don't know. It just pisses me off that like. It's because it's just so close to you and it's like your intentions are, were so pure. So to see it all kind of happen like this, it's like, it's, it is, it's disappointing. I feel like for sure. Especially because I know all the hours that you put into making this collection perfect for not only you, but also all of the people that you're presenting it to. Cause it's like, you're presenting it to everyone who you guys, your followers, literally everyone. And you're putting your heart and soul into it in memory of your dad. So it's like, it had so much meaning and then you wanted it to be also a story for everyone and have like a personal tie to everyone else. That's exactly it. And that was my other thing that Eli had brought up when we were emailing back and forth with this woman was it's not just the chain. Like Mm -hmm. the whole point in it was to have the charms on it because the story behind it was like, I was trying to find a charm. I'm wearing them that I specifically wanted to like be close to my heart, to wear it daily. It's not on my actual Catherine chain. It's on another chain right now, but then I was on the like hunting on the market and I was thinking how many people are out there that are missing a parent or a loved one mm-hmm. or want to keep something special and close to home, but like, it's just not feasible and like nothing's out there that's dainty and girly and high quality and beautiful. And like, we were able to construct all that. And she was like, well, just send the chain. And we're like, 
Well, the charms like, like are important yeah. too. Like there was just, I don't know. There's I a lot more was, into it for sure. Super random, but I wanted to, uh, the jewelry talk made me think of it. Sorry. No, Go I ahead. love it. I love it. How is your collection doing? Do you still have it out? Yeah, it's still live. It'll always be live. Well, gotcha. not always, but like Eli and I talked about, Eli's the owner of Chroma Collective and, um, we've talked about keeping it live for really kind of yeah. however long, um, there's so many pieces. And like, if you go to Karama Collective, it's linked in all my bios. Um, I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Like the stories that come behind it too. Like each and every piece is individually named um, mm-hmm. for a reason. Like there's a storyline behind, behind each and every piece and like why I chose the name for that piece. I just couldn't imagine just sending my chain in and just being like, here you go. Right. With no context. It's just, it's not just any chain. There's yeah. more to it. For and sure. not only that, but like, again, for the possible future, if they were like, we're guaranteed to show it online and like tag, ta- and then I'm like, okay, well you show it online and you call it the Catherine chain. And then what? Like, right. do you shout out like it's from Chroma Collective? Here's how to find them. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was very odd and I get, I don't know, maybe just one day I just want to be on a show and actually talk about the piece, not just send it in and be like, here you go. Well, and I think there's something to be said about protecting that creative space because it's like for you, that was a creative process. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to design the chain. Okay, the chain's here, done. It was a whole process. There was so much creativity behind it. There was hours of work, hours of meeting. Like there's just so much that went into it that I think that creative process is a really good thing to be protective over because there's going to be people that just want to take it. Not saying that they did, but I'm like that... It's something to definitely protect. Yeah. Hours. And I think a lot of people don't realize, like, you have to do so much research. I was doing research for... I was with you. Literally all day we were doing research. Hours. Finding, like, okay, this is on the market at this price point. Just everything. Because we want it to be the most affordable for the quality that we had. And Mm -hmm. some of our stuff is, like, on the market, but it's more expensive. Like, if you can buy it somewhere else. But it'll be, again, gold-plated or silver or something along those lines. So we really wanted it to be – it's an heirloom collection. And we're getting way off topic. Go ahead with your question. I'm sorry. No, I love that. I love it. And are you coming out with new pieces with that, though? We have some stuff in the works. We don't know for sure right now what's going on. But I just feel like there's too many moving pieces everywhere else to really hunker down. Oh, yeah. I'm like – Ooh, well, this question's kind of fun. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Are we? It's a Tuesday. We'll have an episode come out for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. We are doing something for Halloween. I think we want to do something for Halloween for the episode, didn't we? Yes. Go ahead. Um, we were thinking of having you guys kind of share your spooky encounters, spooky stories, and we would read some of them on camera for you guys because I think that would be so fun to do yes so if you have and if you're listening to this episode the weekend that we're in Austin together and we're just bored and hanging out in our um, apartment together we are going to film that episode so if you have any spooky stories you want to share whether it be uh you saw a ghost um someone was sleeping in your attic literally fucking anything if you have a scary story to share with us my mom has one that I'm going to share on that episode that was fucking psychotic. Like supernatural. It's super scary. Ooh. There's been two encounters where I've, I knew 110% I was with, a, like, there was a ghost present, and it was fucking terrifying. They say you can feel it. I will tell the stories next week on the next episode, but that will be the one that comes out on Halloween. So if you have a story to share, I'll also be posting this on Instagram. Savannah will be posting this on Instagram, and Human 2 will be posting this on Instagram. Our email is human2 at katherineebbs.com. So if you have anything you want to share, we'll post that on the screen. And again, it'll also be on Instagram. So email us the stories and we will be reading them for a full episode. I'm very excited for I'm that. excited to hear your guys' spooky stories because I feel like a lot of people have them, but you don't really have a platform to tell them. And Halloween's the perfect time. Yeah. Funny, this next one is, what's your favorite fall tradition? Do you have one? I don't... When I was younger, I did like we'd always go to the apple orchard and pick apples or go to the pumpkin patch. But as I got older and more busy, it's hard with fall traditions. I would say like we always have like a chilly night. We always have like a hot dish night because we're in the Midwest. But other than that, we really don't have any fall traditions that we do every year. Um, I want to start some of my own now that I'm getting older, but I would say probably just like cooking. Like we definitely make pumpkin bars, pumpkin cookies, but that's kind of it. Like we're not really big into the fall season yeah. I get my pumpkin drink every day though for sure Facts. my fall tradition is Starbucks pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin cream cold brew hell yeah shout out to Starbucks we don't have one I think fall is just so busy and moving and like all th- like we have I have there's four kids of us all together and three of us are literally it's me starting out 
the first birthday in October. Two weeks later is my youngest brother. Two weeks later after him is the middle brother. So like we just have so it's just been fall's always been like birthdays. It's never been necessarily like it's such a transitional time because yeah. like kids go back to school too. So yeah. it's just like one of those things where and it gets cold. Yeah, and you're preparing for like the holidays coming up because then you go into all the holidays. So I feel like I feel like. I'm kind of the same. Yeah, we don't have anything. Yeah. Maybe one day, like, if I have kids in the future, like, I will. But yeah. Like, the corn maze or something that we all used to do when we were little. Yeah. I don't know. We used to carve pumpkins with my mom when we were younger, but we haven't done that since we were children. But Yeah. No, I, I feel like it, someday when I have kids, if I have kids, I'll definitely start some. But right now, I'm like, I don't have time. I'm like, I'll just throw in a hot dish. Good to go. Yeah. I think our new fall tradition is going to be traveling for Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. But I think technically, yeah, that's fall. November's fall. Yeah. So yeah, that would really, that's like what we're starting. Thanks to Bill. Shout out to Bill. RIP. This is your second year. Yeah. This will be our second year traveling. Cause we buried my father two weeks after he passed just due to a bunch of bullshit that he was out of state and like getting his body home or whatever. So we ended up having to bury him the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. So like that Monday was his viewing or whatever the hell they call it. Tuesday we buried him. And then Wednesday we were on a flight out. Literally we booked a flight out on Wednesday so crazy I was like yeah no I'm not spending Thanksgiving at home so me and like a bunch my brother and then my husband we went and now this year like it's become a thing I'm like now I'm coming yeah you're coming my mom and her husband are coming our cousins coming my brother and his boyfriend are coming it'll be fun it's gonna be fun and I think every year like everyone knows that like I've put it out there if you want to come like you're welcome to come um if you know that we're gonna go for Thanksgiving anyone can come so it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I am not a huge Thanksgiving person. I've really, I don't like Thanksgiving food other than the mashed potatoes. Do you potatoes. think your parents are going to be sad that you're leaving? I guess I never even thought of that. No, I did tell them because my family is so, like my mom's family is so big, so big. So we always do Thanksgiving and Christmas together as like family. And so I'll oh, just so go to Christmas. Just you guys. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to be like, they're, no. it's just one less person. No. Okay. And like I said, my mom's family is like 50 to 60 people. So they'll be fine. Holy shit. They'll be fun. Yeah. Especially now that like all of like my cousins are now married and having children. It's like, this is a big family. Like they won't miss me. Yeah. I am loud though. So they might, but yeah. Is Coast upset? No. Cause Coast isn't going. He's hanging with the pup. Yeah. He's hanging with the pup. And honestly, he's fine with it because he's going to Thailand in December. So he's yeah. just kind of not wanting to get sick, like yeah. preparing and Have all of that. Have you guys booked that yet? No, not yet. Actually, that's like I on my list this that. weekend. You haven't shared that. Oh he's- yeah. So... Coast? You're going to be a single woman for a couple days. A couple honestly, months. A couple months. I was like, honestly, I'm going to be like, so sorry, Raphael, but I'm going to take your wife for a yeah. while. Sorry. Yeah, literally. I guess my husband's going to be a single husband for a little bit. Literally. Actually. You and I were in this together. We are. Think about how much we could get done. I know. So your husband train or, um, yeah. So fights. he fights, he, um, does MMA, jujitsu, any really martial arts besides karate. He's kind of Ben. That's besides been his, karate. literally, I'm like, that's I think the one thing, the one thing Raphael took. Yeah. <laughs> So we got all the bases covered. We got all the covers. Honestly, I feel safe when we're out with them, truthfully. But he trains and fights and he, that's his kind of release due to his like trauma from his childhood. Like that's the way that he found to cope with like all of his stuff. And so he loved it. He's a personal trainer too. So the fitness realm for him isn't like, yeah, what's it like? And he loved Thailand. Loved Thailand. He went for three months, actually right when COVID hit, he was on the plane back when we heard that they were shutting borders. And I was like, thank God. God, literally on the plane back, we got the notification that Delta canceled all flights. Like he would have been stuck there. And we moved up his flight because we're like, you know, with all this going on, we're not sure if you'll get back. Yeah. Moved up his flight. Thank God he was on the plane, landed in the US, didn't have to COVID test, but then thank yeah. God. But so he is going back again. We don't know for how long, probably three to four months is what I'm thinking. He wants to go for six months. Um, just because when you're over there, it's really like a lifestyle. You live at the gym. Like it is a religion yeah. over there and they take it very seriously and you have to live at the gym. You train, you wake up, train, eat, go back to training. And it's just like, that's your life. And last time he was in Thailand, he fought for the championship in the city that he was in. He lost. I don't really think he lost. I just think that it was like, more of a situation of like they knew the person that was fighting because it was one of their own oh, people. Yeah. But he did a great job. But did that's you go what, out there for that? I did. I went out there. I was so crazy. Like this is how crazy I am. I went we out go. a week for his one fight and then he won. So he was in the championship two weeks later. I flew home because I was in nursing school and had clinicals. And then I flew out a week later. My Holy body shit. clock was fucked up. We should go if he's fighting again. Um, I definitely am going to go. I'm going to go for like two weeks because it takes 32 hours to get there. Like it's a long flight. Hell yeah. 
So I'm glad you touched on this because people already ask you, like we've talked about this on the podcast so many times, but if people don't listen, um, people ask you all the time, like, are you even married? Like yeah. we see the ring, but like, are you married? But your husband's like not online. And now specifically that he's leaving for quite some time. I'm sure you're going to touch on that on like your Instagram or something and being like, yeah, my husband's gone. And people are going to be like, where is he? Literally. No, I'm definitely going to touch on it. And I do think it's like for him, which I'm going to put this out there because even though I, hopefully he doesn't watch this episode, but I'm going to put it out there is when you struggle with any type of mental health or like watching people online and that affects your mental space yeah some people can just turn it off where he's like I don't need to be on because it brings me down and I'm like I respect that because there's days like last night there was a comment on a video that took 30 minutes of my my mindset and it shouldn't but it did and it's like he's like I don't even want to welcome it in because I'm focusing on other things and I'm like I respect that fully but it's hard when I'm someone who loves to be online and loves to have like people involved with my life so it's a really hard balance for me personally yeah. um but I try to respect that in every which way that I can I well oh it. yeah we'll touch on that I'm excited for him when I was over there a couple of weeks ago I was talking to him about it and he was like I'm kind of anxious because obviously like you're leaving your home for however long and like that's hard on any relationship mm-hmm. to go long distance and and it's just hard on anybody to go from home and get out yeah. of your routine and miss your dog and miss your own bed be but, alone but I'm also excited for him because I think one like you said like for his mental health I think it's good for him to get kind of just on his own feet and like figure life out on his own and mm-hmm. obviously he's done it before but also yeah. just be like in a space that he loves and enjoys and yeah and we get a vacation out of it literally I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so excited I love Thailand the culture shock is real but that is one of the places that I would recommend anyone to go like you can travel there so cheap it's the flight that's the most expensive because the the conversion rate of dollars he was is saying that like 33 of their dollars to one of our dollars so he said he could eat for like a dollar a day yeah we did and the, the food was fire and it was like a little shop all the whole family worked there the people are so nice I have nothing to say bad about visiting there like I have no bad experiences and when I landed I was by myself I flew there by myself and so it was scary because I'm like okay I'm in a foreign it's a country 30 hour flight 32 because you have to fly to you have one stop in the u.s then to korea at least that's the way i went and then korea to thailand and it was shit i was exhausted how much was your flight do you remember it was like 1400 oh that's not too bad No, it wasn't too bad but that was i was thinking it would be like four grand yeah it was pre-covid i did get upgraded to shout out delta for that to the delta one oh my god oh i was drinking champagne the ladies like i would just leave i would just be happy to lay down Oh, I was laying down drinking champagne. I was like, this is so nice with my feet up. <laughs> I was champagne. laying down drinking champagne. It was so nice. Wait, that would be so fun if the three of us went out there. Just- it was so fun. You guys would love it. I did tell them that I'm going to go for a couple weeks. Yeah. So we'll have to figure that out. because I'm love. not staying in the gym. I'm going to get a tail. Oh, no. I wouldn't stay in the gym either. I did last time just because we were yeah it's just the two of you guys and I was like might as well but I wouldn't stay in a gym this time. I don't think he would either because I like to go for his fight because then he has to take weeks off to heal. And then we can go travel and explore okay. and he can eat whatever he wants. And then he goes back to training where he's like strict diet, strict Fun. wake up. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're planning this. When yeah. is this? When, when do you think he'll fight? Oh, probably he'll go there. He'll probably train for about a month and then fight. Cause so the, like February. Yeah. Probably like February, January, February is what I'm thinking. I mean, if you want to go. Oh, I do. I'm telling you I'm going. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> that was not me like saying like, I'm, I wasn't even asking. Like Bleep I'm telling you. Takes on Thailand. <laughs> Bleep that out. Takes on Thailand for two weeks. Oh, shit. Oh, that'd be so fun. Do we fun. have any Thai listeners that we could do a bleep that out day with? That would be so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to, the, honestly, you would love it. It's like a whole, it's like a whole new world. I loved it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. What else we got? I feel like, well, how much are we even at? Holy shit. We've been going for an hour already. This might have to be cut into two. Would you guys ever do meet and greets? 110% yes. If you follow us on Instagram, you already know the answer to that question. Um, we're so excited. We're actually already planning our first bleep that night out. We don't even know what it's called. Bleep a night out. Bleep, bleep Bleeping with, with besties. besties. Um, jinx. Bleep that out. We don't know exactly what we're going to do, but right now we're doing what's called a local loves night. So her and I have gathered up and rounded up we're gonna do a date night with some girls here in the twin cities locally and we're giving a huge gift basket full of all of our local loved brands that we love we Mm -hmm. use regularly and that they were kind enough to donate some things to so we love that that's coming up we've talked about in the taking some girls to um the f1 races possibly in austin and then we're also going to be doing a a December event too. We don't know how large we're going to make that. Um, so things are coming. So obviously always follow on Instagram. The other thing I wanted to say 
if you're listening to this and you've made it through the hour with us, one, thank you. And two, I feel like the things, the algorithm has been changing so much, which is wonderful. I love growth. I love change and I love a new challenge, but there have been so many people saying like they never see our stuff anymore. Um, they miss stories. We're constantly getting DMs being like, wait, did you talk about this yet? We do. We're very, very, very talkative people. If you have not noticed. So go to our pages and hit the bell in the top right corner and turn on our notifications. If you care to see our stuff in real time. So you can turn on our post notifications, our real notifications, our story notifications. Mm -hmm. You can turn all that stuff on. If you are annoyed of us and you don't want to see us that often respect, but if you are one of those people that's like, Hey, I'm never seeing anything anymore. Um, turn on the post notifications so you don't miss that stuff, especially with events coming up because we want to get as many people as we possibly can to give back to. So if you are missing the chance to win, um, make sure to turn those on. Yeah. Make sure to turn them on. So, and also follow human two's page because I feel like human two is not as big of an account right now, which means that maybe it's, it's easier to see. I don't know what's going on with the changes. I don't know. I feel like it changes so fast. Right when I figure it out and I'm like, okay, everything's going good. I'm like, yeah, damn it. I just got a questionnaire from TikTok itself last night about like all the things that have been going wrong on their page. So any creator, like if you're a creator yeah. on TikTok with a certain amount of like, they'll send you stuff mm-hmm. to Which is smart. kind of upgrade their algorithm. Yeah. And I was, I was so brutally honest on that thing. And then uh, obviously I have a million plus followers. So I'm like, they, I'm hoping listen yeah. to the well, people that have a good amount of followers. Like I'm like, there's it's just wild. Or like I see people with 10 million followers and their views are less than mine. I'm like, something's going on. Yeah. Which is sad because it's like the people that have made it or are working to make it, they work hard on their content. Like Uh, people who have made it. Yeah. Like everybody works hard on their content. Yeah. And that was one of the questions of like, what, like, do you think your content is not do? Why do you think your content's not doing well? Are you doing high quality? Are you unique? Is it blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, all of this stuff. You're like, I made it here. Yes. I literally started a fucking series to be individual and to be unique. And like my series stuff is, did really well when it first launched. And now it's like, so either like people think I'm not funny, (laughs) which like that's fucking rude and not the case. Bleep that out. Don't bleep that out. (laughs) I don't know. No, I do think the algorithm is for sure changing. And I think it's good that you got that survey though, because how better to like better themselves than people that actually use the app are in it and have worked to create this life online. Cause it's hard. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot out of you. And it's like a, not a nine to five. It's all day, every day. No, especially when you're myself, like I've quit my job to do this full time. Like, yeah. And so I really do put in time and energy, like an effort. And I think of new and creative ways to like keep up, be fun, like mm-hmm. keep people entertained. And so I just think it's very odd. And even you, like when I see some of your stuff, like do thousands and then it does hundreds. I'm like, what is going on? Because yeah. I feel like it should be a consistent small growth. I mean, I can see some divots here and there, but it's like, it's like huge up and downs. And I'm like, I don't understand that. I didn't have that at your level at your size. I was, I was like consistently like every three videos I would post, I would get like more and more and more and more. And then it was like one day it just kind of blew up and I was averaging 20,000 every single view. It makes it really hard to cultivate what content you guys want because it's like, it's so up and down. You're like, well, what's, what should I be focusing on? Because when you love so many things, it's like you obviously can't, focus on everything but it's like what do you focus on if it's all so up and down so that's what I've struggled with for sure is like where to put my energy in because I love it all but I want to create content that you guys love too because yeah I love it all but what do you guys want to see yeah so it is hard to cultivate content with the advice I've given Savannah in that like if you're ever out there wanting to create your own content I say post for yourself because at the end of the Mm -hmm. day like if your shit sucks like not sucks in the way like the content sucks but like if your views suck Mm -hmm. you're still proud of what you put out there and I, I really do believe that like consistently post whatever the hell you want to post but I do get your side of it where like we have so many interests we touch so many different things Mm -hmm. like we have so many different sides we're a very robust person like seriously we're very very diverse in what we do and it is hard when you're like okay what what should I be focused on? Like, what do the people want to see? Cause I don't want to put in on the energies and efforts of like how to style your home when people are like, I don't give a fuck what you do with your house, Catherine. Right. And it's like, okay, well at that point I'm not going to waste my time and energy. Like I can still enjoy do it and do things for myself at home, but like, I don't need to record this, you know, like, yeah. cause that takes time and energy and, and money and all that stuff. Um, when it's like, I could just do that on my own time and like my husband and I could just be funny, goofy and off camera. But if there's styling videos or mm-hmm. I don't know. So Anyways, we're going to wrap this episode up. Next episode will be the spooky episode filmed in Austin. 
So send in your stories if you're listening to this. Please send them in to human2 at katherineebs.com. Um, the email will be anywhere. I'll post it everywhere. Savannah will post it. Um, share with us whatever the hell you got. If you got some pictures to go along with the stories too, email us the photos and we will possibly feature those as well in the video. We would love that. What else? Anything else? Um, happy early birthday because this episode will be on your birthday. It's so my birthday. birthday. I can cry if I want to. It's my birthday. I'll bleep if I want to. Oh, yeah. Okay. We love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.